Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode of Kaiju Conversation. Joining me today is my co-host... Haxorzilla. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing quite swell. That's good, that's good. Um, and joining us is our very first guest on the newly rebooted podcast, Raiju Kaiju Productions. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. That's great. Now, um... So, before we get into the main topic today, uh, how is everybody, and, uh, does, did anybody do anything, uh, while we've been, uh, getting ready for this podcast the last I think I watched Godzilla Final Wars during the week. Someday, I don't remember. That's, that's interesting, because today, after a long problem in developing this episode, this is the seventh time we've done it, I believe. <laughs> We My are doing time. fourth, maybe I, it, a lot. Okay, just a lot in general. We are doing a Godzilla Final Wars continuity theme that I actually made myself. So I guess I'll go ahead and start this off. If you're watching us on YouTube, in the description down below will be a link to a PDF of this, and you can follow along. If you're on a different podcast podcast platform. <laughs> Uh, hop on over to our YouTube channel and uh, check out this video, and you can read along with us. And don't forget you... to subscribe while you're there. Yes, and uh, yeah, our channels are going to be linked down there, right? Yep, all of our channels will be down there as well. But uh, if you also, if you want to, uh, if you don't want to read it while we're talking, that's perfectly fine. We are going to leave out a few things because it's a lot of stuff and we don't want to bore you with speaking like I am right now. So, uh, let's go ahead and get this started. Here's the background of this theory. Back in 2015, I was listening to a YouTube video in which they said Godzilla Final Wars had no continuity whatsoever with any other Godzilla movie. So, now, four years later, I have come up with this theory. Some of the facts I needed to support this theory I got from wikizilla.org. If you haven't uh, been on that website, very good uh, place to find information. But before you read on or listen, yes, I know that Godzilla Final Wars was made for fun, but this is a way to c have it connect to all the Godzilla universes, so it kind of is a cool little factoid. And uh, <laughs> Haxor will have you go ahead and read the next part. Our story starts off like this. All the Godzilla timelines, including Showa, All Monsters Attack, Heisei, Millennium, Magiris, GMK, Rebirth of Mothra, and the Kiryu Saga, all happens as they should. Below, you will find the list of, of my theoretical timelines leading up to Godzilla Final Wars. Now, we won't read those off, mainly because it would get very boring, because there's like 50... Uh, there's a lot of these uh, on uh, different lists. So, like I said, this is where you can pause the video or pause the episode and read those for yourself. Uh, if, Like I said, if you're not uh, going to check out the document, it's just the movies that have came out in, in a semi-orderly fashion. And then for the next three pages, that's all it is, is the lists. And uh, Raiju will go have... Go ahead and have you read the next bit. For this timeline, ET-13 included all the kaiju movies and all the kaiju movies as you see. 
as you can see, they all share continuity with one with another movie. As you know, Godzilla Final Wars things are different and shares no continuity with any other movie. But here is my theory on how the movie shares continuity with others. My theory starts off as off like this. The Showa timeline happens as it should. Then in a different universe, the Heisei continuity happens. Oh, I messed up. Etc. It's all good. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. <laughs> Etc. Et all the time, all the timelines work in the in this theory. All, all except the American timeline, because the Amer the American timeline is non-existent for the Japanese timeline, except for Godzilla nineteen ninety eight, because King Godzilla King of the Monsters is a knockoff movie. Same goes for Godzilla nineteen eighty five. And since those share continuity, that means the three treasures happens because that is the story of the birth of Japan. And it happens in the Showa series as well, except for the all monsters attack. Because in that continuity, the three treasures is a movie. And, and after the end of the Showa series, the movie Orochi the Eight-Headed Dragon replaces it. Because that is a remake of the three treasures, so it, it then is, is the start of all the timelines. And the reasoning behind including the Kaijin movies is because they are a more low-profile movie. So when giant monsters are attacking the city, they aren't going to reference the Invisible Man. And as for Latitude Zero, the reason for that movie is it's all cover-up, and so it can happen in every timeline. And nothing comes of it could also help re that's Mechagodzilla and Kiryu were built, etc. And they never had to reference the movie whatsoever. But then, after all the universes come to an apocalyptic event, and apocalyptic events happens to all the respected times, and then they all spiral into a black hole, which is the black hole from Mechagodzilla movies from the 1970s where all monsters are mixed up. The timeline stories, characters, and their designs are changed, and the times are mixed up. The time that oh, then comes out of Godzilla Final Wars, where all the timelines have been blended in this mixer to create this. And that the way of the black hole could do this is because all black holes are are rips in space and time, which could teleport stuff to alternate dimensions or timeline. So here's the reasoning for my, for Godzilla Final Wars being this. And that was a long paragraph. Uh, it's it's a little weird because I'm not the greatest with English myself. But uh, <laughs> Haxor, uh, what else is there in this theory? Some Godzilla alumni return, and these actors could be playing a mix of their roles prior to Godzilla Final Wars. Kenji Sahara, as Professor Hachiro Jinguji, which was the name of the character in Atragon. Kumi Mizuno, EDF commander who plays Akiko Namikawa, uh, which shares last name with Miss... Namakawa from Invasion of Astro Monster. Akira Takarada, UN Secretary General. 
um, Akira, Ak, Ak, By the way, we're not Japanese, so we're probably butchering a lot of these <laughs> names. Rest in peace. Uh, I think that is Akari. Akari Nakeo, Gotengo First Captain, Koichi Idua, Udia. 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 Ko- Udia, crew member. Uh, Shihiro Sano, who plays the assassin, which the actor is from all movies from the Millennium Era. And that's all the uh, characters and stuff that were found, not including monsters, that uh, shared a reference to another movie. And uh, Raiju, you said you can talk about the monsters. Sure. Here are all the monsters that didn't appear in stock footage that are in the movie. The bolded ones are are ones that all that happened to them that was their design changed. Godzilla, and, which uh, is a con- oh, sorry. And uh, real quick, uh, uh, just bring up the ones that were bolded so people know what those are. Because, like I said, some may not be reading this. Oh, okay. And Garrus, Gigan. Hedora, Kamakris, Ping, Caesar, Kamanga, Amanda. And then all the monsters that were seen only seen through stock footage were Varen, Baragon, Gaia, Gizora, Titanosaurus, Megagirus, Fake Godzilla, Godzilla Jr. Wait, what about and Sanda? Sanda was actually not in the movie. It was only huh. Gyra that was present. And hmm. uh What's interesting is there's a theory about how Godzilla Jr. is the same one for Godzilla Final Wars. Now, my theory actually helps back that up in a certain way. The only thing different is uh, the power levels and his appearance were slightly changed. Uh, Other monsters that their uh, appearance was changed and other things about them were mixed in was, of course, Godzilla, a combination of all the Godzilla versions, minus the 1998 version. Rodan, cross between the Heisei and Showa. Mothra, which looks a lot like the Tokyo SOS Mothra. Manila, combo of Little Godzilla from the Heisei and Manila from the Showa. Monster X-1, which is the Exilian God, hence why he has the same color scheme and looks similar to them. And then Monster X2 or Kaiser Ghidorah, a combination of the body of Desk Ghidorah and the heads of 1998 with the power level of thousand year old Dragon Ghidorah from GMK. And then, uh, Raiju, I heard you can also tell us some stuff about the toys in the kids' room. Yeah, sure. The toys in the kids' room are figures of the monsters, also in the timeline. The reason for them to make toys of the other monsters is like how we make model tornadoes. These include Baron, Baragon, Titanosaurus, Megalon, Orga, Space Godzilla, Batra, King Ghidorah, Mecha King Ghidorah, Little Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla, Kiryu, Godzillasaurus, Gabra, Matongo, Violante, and Mogera. Now, uh, the reasoning behind Gabra being a toy in this universe is Gabra was made by a toy manufacturing company created by Ichiro Mikey, or I don't know how you say that last name, and the idea for this creature was through a childhood bully, uh, his childhood bully, which could connect Godzilla's revenge to this movie or all monsters attack. 
Um, another thing is in that movie, uh, Ichiro is, I guess, uh, best friends with a toy-making person. So it would kind of make sense he would grow up and kind of take the trade also. So that's another cool little way you can uh, combine those. And uh, Haxor, uh, what about certain time and dates that could be included? In Godzilla vs. Megaguirus, Godzilla was alive since 1954 because the oxygen destroyer failed on killing it. And in Godzilla Final Wars... Godzilla had been around since 1954, so this certain event happened in the same timeline as well. In Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2, Rodan... In Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2, Rodan gave Godzilla his power after Mechagodzilla killed him, and fell on top of Godzilla, and after that he was given the red spiral beam in Godzilla Final Wars. Shinichi Ozaka did the sa- Ozaki did the same thing where he gave Godzilla power, and then soon after getting that power, Godzilla was granted a red spiral beam to finish off Monster X2, aka Kaiser Ghidorah. And finally, to to uh, connect all these movies in Godzilla vs. Megaguirus, when using Dimension Tide for the first time, it creates a wormhole to another dimension which could be the Showa timeline, because in Rodan, the Meganulon appeared for the first time, and one could have gone through this wormhole, changing his appearance. Also, if you want to add in, if something goes through one side of the wormhole, then something of equal or greater mass has to go through the other side. Then Dimension Tide could be the key to the whole problem, because it could have created a black hole on the other side in the Showa dimension, which started this whole theory, and destroyed all the timeline. Yes, and to wrap up with my evidence, the races and weapons. Races. The Exilians, of course, are from the Showa movie, Invasion of Astromons. The Shobajin are combos of the Showa, Heisei, and Kiryu saga, and during the Black Hole mix-up, the Shobajin and Exilians were mixed together, and that's how the mutants were created. And weapons, the Gotengo, this is from Atragon, and it is combined with the Mazer Cannon, along with the Absolute Zero Cannon. Karyu is a combo of Gotengo and Alpha from Latitude Zero. Rumbling, uh, what I just said about uh, Karyu, but it includes Black Shark from Latitude Zero. Eklar is the same thing for Karyu and Rumbling. The Exilian Mothership is a mixture of the UFO from Godzilla 2000 and the Unseen Mothership in Invasion of Astrum. Exilian ships A, B, and Y are mixes of the Kelak ships and the Exilian ships from the Showa, along with the UFO from Godzilla 2000. Exilian Fighters. These are mixes of spaceships from the Mysterians and the Exilian spaceships in Invasion of Astrum. And finally, the MBT-92 is stock footage from Godzilla vs. Destroya. There's stock footage from every single timeline except for the American timeline. The reason for that is the American timeline has no continuity whatsoever, and I just said that, so la di da da about Godzilla 98, 98 being in the continuity with GMK because of that one-liner. And uh, you also may be wondering... What about the monsters that didn't appear in Godzilla Final Wars? Well, whenever this whole apocalyptic event happened, 
and they all mixed together, they were either A, killed off, or B, they just, you know, disappeared, and that's kind of sad, but it, it, that's what happened. It blended all the series together. However, this does not include expanded universe stuff like TV series, comic books, and video games. And for the timelines that came out after Godzilla Final Wars, such as the MonsterVerse, the Shin Godzilla Universe, and the anime trilogy, they have no relationship with this timeline whatsoever, because they came out afterwards, and they don't care about keeping continuity. And that is the Godzilla Final Wars continuity theory. So, uh, why don't we go ahead and talk about what you guys think about this theory. Let's start off with Raiju, and then we'll come back to you, Haxor. I thought the theory is fantastic. Um, I like how you can bend different things in it. Like, uh, the black hole could have started from, like, the Megagirus, or whatever it started from. But it'd be cool, like, if it was from Megagirus, like, the portal got bigger. But plus, you can, um, yeah, you can just tie a bunch of things. Like, if the Mega Nulon from Megagirus got turned into Camacris or something, that would be real yes. cool. But. <laughs> Right, and you know. that's perfectly possible. I mean, they it would be a little weird for a dragonfly to become a praying mantis, but, you know, it, it, anything's possible, really. Um, Haxor, what, what's your thoughts on this? Um, I really like the theory. Really, you'd go anywhere with it. Like, it's, it like, has great detail described, and it has an explanation for everything that goes on in the Godzilla universe. Well, um, I guess this is the time where, uh, the, I'm, like I said, I'm not the greatest at English, so this is kind <laughs> of where, uh, we can analyze and kind of explain uh, a lot of stuff that went on in this theory, and, uh, you guys can ask your questions and, uh, give comments on what you think about it and all that. So, um, to start off, the Showa timeline, uh, I think we all pretty much know how that goes, correct? Yep. Yeah. Now, like I said, I included movies such as The Three Treasures, which is a older giant monster movie. It's got a Rochi the Eight-Headed Dragon in it, all that stuff. And then, like, Kaijin movies such as Invisible Man, Half-Human, H-Man, Secret of the Telogen, Matongo, uh, all those are kind of... They're in each universe, because like I said, they're low-profile. And then, uh, like I said, Latitude Zero is a movie where they cover it up at the end, so it can happen in every single timeline. And if you've seen that movie, you kind of can see where it explains for the super amazing uh, breakthroughs in the logical advancement. And then Space Amoeba, because it all takes place on an island, it's not very big. And then in the Godzilla's Revenge timeline, we have uh, All Monsters Attack in a movie by the name of Bye Bye Jupiter. Now, I know, Haxor, you don't know what that movie is, right? You are, do you know what that is? No. Inform us. So, I haven't seen it myself. I'm looking into getting a copy. Um, essentially, I, take, I guess it takes place in the future. And uh, in one of the scenes, one of the captains can be seen watching Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. 
So hmm. what they do is, well, what I did was, the universe that all monsters attack takes place in, which is supposed to be real world, yet it's still in a movie universe. Uh, that turns into what happens in Bye Bye Jupiter, and they don't really have to reference anything whatsoever, because who's going to remember a kid by the name of Ichiro and his bullies when they're super technologically advanced and a completely different cat, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, uh, most of those repeat through the theory, uh, and then Orochi replaces three treasures... But, uh, and that's it, and then Kiryu Saga has all the, uh, Atragon, Gorath, all that stuff. But, um, what, what did, uh, on the, uh, I believe it is, on the fifth page, what did you guys notice, and, uh, like, what stood out to you? Um, let me and... just, uh, give through it quickly. Yeah, by the way, if you're just listening, this is an eight-page theory, so it's got a lot of stuff in it. But, uh, while Haxor is reading that, um, Raiju, uh, you've, you've kinda read through this theory a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. what, what's some thoughts you have for it? I do like how you, um said that the American timeline is non-existent um, because a lot of people do think it does exist in it, but if you really think about it, it doesn't really because Godzilla yeah. 1998 is definitely not Godzilla in my eyes, <laughs> if you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. And Godzilla King of the Monsters did come after, so I did think that was cool how you added that in. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh, to add on, I know that the Zone Fighter TV series is Toho canon, but like I said earlier, uh, we don't include that uh, expanded universe stuff, because then I have to go very into detail about everything. And that'd be an impossible podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing uh. really um, about Zone that's in Final Wars. Yeah, exactly. And then same goes for the uh, Godzilla the series from the 1998 version. Nothing really is impacted there. Because you can easily explain that the end credit scene, or I don't, the very ending, I don't remember. But uh, in 98, where the egg hatches, it just grows very fast due to radiation from the black hole. And becomes the Zilla you see in Final Wars. Also, I do know that Gigan dies in uh, Zone Fighter, like the original Gigan. Yeah. Coincidence, I think. <laughs> but uh, Haxor, uh, what what did you notice? Anything really? Um, I do like how you included the Kaijin uh, series. Yeah, I I tried to come up with the way that it would not. I I kind of would like the idea that. It's all connected. If you've seen Always Sun uh, Sunset in Philadelphia or whatever, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that's it, not Always Sunset on 3rd Street, which I didn't include that actually, but that could be included on the All Monsters Attack timeline because in that movie they write about Godzilla. So 
There's another little bit for you that I just added in randomly, even though it kind of shouldn't take place because it happens afterwards. But, uh, yeah, I just lost my train of thought. I had uh, to all of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paxor, what else did you notice? Hmm. I also like how you included other uh, films that people really wouldn't look upon. A part of the Godzilla universe, like Orochi the Three-Headed Dragon and Three Treasures. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. know that was connected. It's all connected, man. Oh, that's right. That's what I was going to say is that meme or whatever it is where Charlie Day is saying it's all connected with the background of newspaper clippings. That's kind of what I based this whole theory on was it's all connected. And I... I kind of hope, because I, I know uh, when we did this beforehand, and hopefully this episode does come out, but uh, like I said, it's been through a lot of issues with audio recording. But uh, I know the old co-host, Justice, kind of said that it's cool, but there's no reason for it, due to the fact that, yeah, Toho will never say... Yeah, this is this is canon or whatever. Well, but, I uh, like for some other things. I like to think that something is canon, even if it's not. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was going to get to. Is I I realize that no matter what, this will never be officially confirmed and said. Yeah, what this is is real, because it's not. But uh. This is how I would like to view it, and that way I can watch every Godzilla movie from start to finish, and it's in a, in it's in a timeline, and it makes sense. And it it kind of it does make sense a lot. Uh, if you don't mind, could you add on to that? Well, it like kind of makes sense, cause like in like me like the ending of the show is kind of with Mechagodzilla, and having like the black hole like kind of plotline added in makes sense because like with the space apes i forget what they're called like, with their like planet that. being destroyed by the yeah. black hole and who knows maybe that black hole was like the same black hole that they used to try and kill godzilla in versus megagirus exactly that's kind of the whole base about this theory is what happened in megagirus uh kind of ruined all the other timelines yeah. Of the black hole that then was created in the Showa, and then it was created in, uh, and I didn't include this, but in Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, they say that Space Godzilla was created through a black hole. Yeah. Well, one of like, the reasonings. So, that's, there again is the black hole that can help kind of create this. Mm -hmm. And then, and... in the, Ooh, go ahead. No, you you go ahead because mine like is kind of like a object, but it still stays well, with the black hole. Well, you you say it because basically I'm rambling now. All right. Well, so you know how it's stated that something of equal or greater mass comes through the other side of the black hole. Correct. What do you think that could have been? Um, I'm not sure. Uh. Like I said, the uh, black hole, uh, well, Megan Newland came over and all that stuff, but 
I feel like because I said equal or greater mass. Maybe that's... King Ghidorah. Because, like, he doesn't really have a straight-on backstory on where he came from. That is true. That could definitely be it. Um, but, uh, what else would you like to add on? Oh, me? Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. Okay, um, Raiju, what, uh, what would you like to discuss? You know, just... Spill all out what you've been holding back as we've uh, <laughs> kind of taken over from you. Let me pick it, put it back on real quick. Because yeah, I was going to um... say something. There was two things that I was going to bring up. Um, actually, you can bring in the Godzilla 1998 movie because uh, Godzilla does destroy him in the movie, but that's actually because Toho just wanted to buy rights from them and destroy them to show that they're stronger. But <laughs> but anyway, you can fit that in there. And plus, how would you fix... Um, because Orga and Gears both have two different timelines. How would you do that because they're both the same Godzilla? I'm just a bit curious. Um, Basically, because I, I can always make up with this theory, but... The my explanation for that is it's two congruent timelines where it's the same Godzilla but they are not in continuity with each other. Kind of like Avengers Endgame. No, yes. it's not like yeah. that at yeah. all. <laughs> well, it kind of is. I mean, it 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 would kind of work. Mhm. Yeah. But, uh, now that I think about it, yeah, that would that'd be fine. And. If I recall, Raiju, you kind of said, now I haven't seen the movie myself, maybe the people listening to this have, but uh, is, you said mm -hmm. this was similar to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, correct? Yeah, very similar. Uh, could you kind of go into explanation, because I've never seen that movie, so I don't know really how it... Yeah, neither have I. Should I put, like, a spoiler alert, just in case? Well, it's on DVD. Yeah, it's on DVD. Uh, spoiler alert right now, so <laughs> that's an act. Uh, but it's been out now for... since December, so it's been out for about half a year. It's on DVD, streaming services, all that. If you were going to watch it, probably by now you will have seen it, so... If it gets spoiled, it's your fault. That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'll try and explain it to the best of my ability. So, pretty much, um, in the movie, uh, the movie starts off where we meet Miles, but then Miles meets the real Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and Miles witnesses Peter Parker dying from Kingpin, which was, he, he was trying to build a machine to go to a different universe. I forget why, but he goes... To, he opens up a diff or like a black portal kind of, and he releases all these different timelines with different um, universes with like Spider Gwen, Spider Noir, uh, Spider Pig, um, even Spider Man twenty ninety nine, my favorite Spider Man. But well, isn't it at the post credit scene? Yeah, which made me really happy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um. He opens it up instead of letting him in. I think he wanted to get in, in there to like 
I think it was to find his family or something like that. And it just ends out just teleporting all these different Spider-Man in there. And yeah, instead of combining them all, but I guess it's like you. polar opposites, but it's the same thing. <laughs> I and I I didn't know that, so that's pretty interesting, actually. Mhm. But uh, you know, uh, this is kind of hard to talk about because I'm trying to make sure uh each of you have plenty of time to speak because I just went on a ramble for like forty five minutes. Um, what? What else did you guys uh, notice and think about while reading and listening to this? I'll let Haxor go first. Um, I'm trying to think. I do find it interesting that the mutants from the movie are a mix of the Shobajin and the uh, Exilians. Yes, um, to kind of explain that, because I did kind of just quickly say, oh, these two things were mixed. Um, in the movie, the sh uh, the mutants are shown to, if I recall, because it's been a wee bit since I've seen it, um, they were known to have telepathic powers to a certain extent. Am I correct there, Raiju? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, so yeah, to a certain extent they have telepathic powers. So do the Sobajin. And then of well, course don't... they... Don't the Shobajin uh, appear in the movie? Yes. It's just they were uh, mixed in the uh, blender, as I've kind of dubbed it, into what became uh, the mutants, Shobajin, and Exilian. And then uh, after that, uh, like I said, the Exilians kind of how how they act, and then Keelax and all them, I guess you could kind of... Mix in there as well, but that's kind of more of a harder... That's probably the hardest part to kind of explain how it happened. But, uh, yeah, uh, keep, uh, keep coming on with these questions and we can, uh, kind of help explain to everybody this theory, hopefully. Alright, um... Uh, Raiju, did you have any other questions? Uh, how would, um, Orochi connect? Because I don't okay. know if it's explained or not, I forget. Great, great question. So, like I did say in the, uh, article, or theory document, whatever it's called, uh, Orochi Media. is, uh, a part of the, uh, mythology of Japan. So, essentially, the story goes like this. Uh, back whenever Japan was kind of run by, oh, you have this dynasty, this dynasty, all that stuff. Um, I, I haven't seen the movie in a while because it's very boring. And I <laughs> fell asleep three times trying to watch it. So, it's not the greatest movie. But uh, they... They basically, if I recall, uh, the king dies, and there's two heirs to the throne, but I believe that they're in different dynasties, so they kind of have to fight for that uh, owner rulership, and uh, 
basically, yada, 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 a lot of drama that I fell asleep for and don't really remember. A lot of martial arts, sword fighting, all that stuff. Then at the end, because uh, these people have, like, special powers and stuff, uh, the two main pro protagonists kind of... After a lot of different weird smaller monsters, they join together to make this giant weird mech-like thing. And uh, the antagonist of the movie, now this all takes place on the moon, if I recall, but... Uh... Yeah, you're, you're correct there, I know that. Okay, good, good, good. Um, He basically says like, oh, you guys got a giant mech or whatever? I'm going to become a giant monster, and then he becomes Orochi, the eight-headed dragon. They fight, and then whenever it's all said and done, like, the continent, or the... It's not a continent. The country of Japan, like, breaks <laughs> off from the rest of the... of Asia and stuff, and becomes an island, or something like that, and then, uh... Interesting. That's the birth of Japan, so... Um, it, what, what if... i never uh... seen the movie, so... Yeah, it's hard to get a copy. It really is. What if Ghidorah is related to Orochi? Because I do know in uh, GMK, it's stated that uh, Ghidorah is not fully grown. And when he's like fully grown, he'll have eight heads. Yes, hmm. that was a direct reference to Orochi. And uh, whenever Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster came out, they did take inspiration slightly from Orochi while not making it too much like because they had made the Three Treasures, I believe it was seven years before that. So, Orochi is a big kind of inspiration for Ghidorah, and they very well could be the same in GMK. So, yes. Um, what other thing? I know that, um, in uh, Shin Godzilla, there's a reoccurring uh, actor in it. And yes, I believe he's uh, from Final Wars? I believe so. So how does that I work? I don't recall. So, like I said, um, Shin Godzilla takes place afterwards. So I would uh, argue that it doesn't have continuity. It's just they're like, oh, hey, this guy was in a Godzilla movie. Let's get you on. You're uh you're hired and you're gonna be a uh, role in this movie, and that's basically what they had done. But hmm. I I do like the idea that Shin Godzilla somehow is connected. It just wouldn't make much sense if you kind of know what I. Yeah. But uh, uh, let's let's keep this going. I'm having a lot of fun with this uh explanation. I hope everybody at home is kind of getting what's going on here. Yeah. Um, Raiju, what else do you have? Um, you're right there. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> this is that. kind of hard to, it's all good, it's kind of hard to come up with explanations and thoughts of this, but, um, I, right. I did also, oh, go for it. No, no, you go first. Oh, no, I was just going to talk about the Rebirth of Mothra trilogy. Yeah, yeah, you go first. I just want to make sure I know what I'm going to say before it sounds all jumbled. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you go first. Oh, I was just basically saying, uh, the Rebirth of Mothra trilogy, 
is kind of hard to bring in. But like I said, Descadora was the design kind of it was mixed into the design and then i would like to think the mothra from the first one and godzilla versus mothra are kind of uh one in the same yeah so i guess you doesn't it take place in the same uh nudie as heisei i don't believe it does because they never reference godzilla whatsoever and they never reference Ghidorah being back so I'm not sure if it does. I mean, I thought it did for a while, but I don't think it does. They've done research, but, uh... Does it I share would... continuity with any, like, the original 61 version? I don't think it does, because they do, they, it's, they act like Mothra is, like, a brand new thing. Nobody's ever seen Mothra before. Hmm. Do the original Rodan and Mothra place somewhere in this uh they should be in the showa timeline so... oh yeah i forgot about that yeah they're in the showa and the kiryu saga um anyway raiju what were you uh gonna say i was gonna say um so is atragon uh man and the gotango am i right uh yes so, I can understand uh, Manda going on. How would the Gotango? Because I'm pretty sure uh, if you mix two machines, they're not going to make a new machine. It's just going to all get tore apart. Yeah, um, that that's a good uh, question, because that, that is kind of like a weird, random thing. Uh, essentially, uh, I guess you could argue that the designs were mixed up in in the Godzilla Final Wars timeline, which they say Godzilla 54 first appeared, and then they built all this stuff up to fight him. Uh, but when they built that, instead of doing a direct, like, oh, we're going to be doing Atragon exactly how it looks, uh, they put design factors from, like, Black Shark, Black Shark and Alpha and the Maser Cannon into it without realizing that those were not from their timeline, something like that. Interesting. Now, I I don't recall this, so if you can, uh, if one of you can confirm this, but didn't somebody at one point say Final Wars took place in the Showa universe? I don't remember. Um, I, don't I thought think so. I I thought they said in the Final Wars movie that it is connected with. Uh, fifty-four, but I might be wrong. I, I, I um, I still have to I might I have to watch the movie again. I don't even know if it again. does connect with fifty-four because, um, as you can see, Godzilla isn't killed by the oxygen destroyer, and I don't even think it exists in that timeline. Yeah, didn't uh, they say I, that was the fifty-four Godzilla or something like that? True, I, because I, they said the king appeared in nineteen fifty-four, and ever <laughs> since then has been uh. Threatening well, he, man's very existence. He probably Dude, did appear, question. but it wasn't like it wasn't like the fifty-four movie because, like, he was trapped in ice uh, by the Gotengo rather than being killed by Doctor Zawa and the um, oxygen hmm. destroyer. That's true. Uh, does when does that part happen? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure in fifty. 
it might be in 54. It was... I, I do kind of feel like it was in the 50s. Uh, Raiju, do you remember? No. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, uh, I guess for the people at home, if you know, uh, by the time this episode's out, we should probably know ourselves, but, uh, you can comment down below, oh my god, you guys are so stupid, it actually takes place in whatever year, so... 2021. 2099. Yeah, exactly. 2077. Um, that would be amazing exactly. if it did. Futuristic. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh... Uh, do you guys have any kind of, like, final thoughts on this? Mm. Alright. I have one final question. Alright. Go for it. Oh, if they do say that they're in uh, Final Wars, that they um, killed the king in 1954, how would they remember that if they're all mixed together? Um, In that case, here's probably what would have happened. So, the timeline kind of... It, it does get a little convoluted, especially right there, but... What I would then argue is, uh, so, they, they kind of, uh, whenever the Final Wars timeline starts, whatever happens in 54 in this timeline kind of is based off of what happened in other timelines that were blended in, but it's, it's kind of weird how to explain it, because in short, it's like, the timeline is kind of very convoluted, and it's, uh, very mixed up and kind of hard to explain in that fact because of everything that goes on with uh all with everything but uh i essentially if it is true that godzilla did die in 54 then that would mean that uh moment in gojira was blended in and kind of melded into this new timeline for final wars it, does that make any sense yeah. Mm. Well, okay, I thought, good. I... Uh, I thought of some way it could connect. Maybe that no, if no one's memory was erased and everyone's memories were shot together, they would all remember that horrible incident, and that's how they remember. That's true. That could be a way they do it. Uh, though, like I said, if they do confirm I don't remember in the movie, I should have watched it before we recorded. Um, if, if they do say that, then I guess you can say that, but I, I'm, if, if it doesn't say he died and it's not like referencing any other thing that certain movies had that isn't kind of melded together, like in my theory, then I would mm -hmm. say they did forget and the characters that were combined are brand new original characters that just have certain factors with other characters that are kind of similar to them, if that makes any sense. I gotcha. Haxor, do you have any final thoughts on this? Uh, nope. Okay, well, um... I, I think it, it was a great theory, and it makes a lot of sense. Fantastic theory. <laughs> Now, imagine Movie after theory. this episode comes out, like, 
it's a whole Toho's like, yep, that's canon. Think about how amazing that'd be. And we were the first ones to have it. Yeah. Bring a tear to the man's eye. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like I said, uh, my English is questionable, so if you are on our YouTube, uh, check it out down below. Uh, it will be linked. Um, read it. This is going to... Yes, read it. Uh, and then Do it now. You can always... Yes, yeah. Exactly what <laughs> Raiju said. Exactly what he said. Um, and then comment down below what you think of the theory. What would you add on? This theory is kind of one of those that's ever-expanding, that if you find a little detail, you can add it in there, because it would just add on to how it makes sense. And uh, this is going to be a short episode, because I don't want to drag this out too much, but uh, it's been fun the last almost hour really discussing this movie. Um, I guess before we wrap things up, uh, what's one thing you guys like about the movie or really think stands out about Godzilla Final Wars? Um, I really like the design. I think they're good modern designs for the kaiju. That was yeah. what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, do agree with that. It was very well executed. And then, Raiju, uh, now that you have to rethink, what would you say? <laughs> I got one. I like the I like the new monster designs, or, like, the new monsters, and plus I like the kaiju they actually chose to put in it. Like, um, like, they put King Caesar, Manda, um, Hedora, Ebra, which are some kaijus that you don't see a lot in movies. So I'm happy they chose to put it in there. I'm especially happy they put Zilla in there so they could destroy him. <laughs> yeah. But yes. My I, really big... wish, I really wish they made Bandai figures for all the kaiju. Like, I would have yeah, loved like to Ebera. see for Zilla and King Caesar. Because you don't really see just... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's really a shame, because speaking about Bandai figures, how... Uh, like, Kaiser and Kaiser Ghidorah are between 90 and, like, $300 to get a Bandai figure. Ouch. So, yeah, and this is, uh, if uh, SH Monster Arts or NECA's listening, you should do a figure of those. Those would be really hot sellers I, for Godzilla fans. I NECA, would please. love a Monster <laughs> X figure. Yes. That'd be sweet. Yes. That's six inches. Yeah. And able to split his face open. Oh, oh, that would be so cool. That would be so cool. <laughs> Able to stretch out his neck, and he's like one of those figures that you could turn into other figures. <laughs> now that I... would be awesome. Like those Transformers figures? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so expensive. That's true. Or it could come out like one of those, uh, I don't know if you ever saw those figures, but those like Bandai... Bandai uh, creature eggs or whatever, where you can like oh, yeah. flip a couple mm -hmm. of parts and they turn into a creature. Yeah, I, <laughs> those, I I feel like that's what it would turn into, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll I'll just say this: I I know a lot of people are very split on the soundtrack, how it's a little too modernizing the original themes and stuff. I but... like it. 
I, I firmly enjoyed the soundtrack. I thought that Keith Emerson did a great job. I really like the techno feel he gave to it. It seems it fits the movie very well. Yeah, and some of it is really iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I must say, Sum 41 was a great choice oh to my put Brazilla. <laughs> that song is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it does kind of have meaning whenever you watch that scene, because it's called We're All to Blame. We're All to Blame for Godzilla 1998 being the way No, only, only, <laughs> only exactly. Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin are to blame. <laughs> well, Toho kind of is too, because they did sign off on the design yeah, at that but, time. Um, they did that because they wanted to get 98 out and didn't want to postpone it anymore. That's true, because it was in development. Uh, issue. It was had a lot of issues since 1995, right? I think 1994. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Which would have been a arguably way better movie, but we wouldn't have ended up with what we got. So, it's yeah, kind of the butterfly effect. If we didn't get one thing then we might not have the MonsterVerse and the masterpiece on what King of the Monsters was. Yes. and So uh, I guess you gotta make sacrifices to get something good. Yes, I and I agree with that perfectly. And 1998 really opened the door for a lot of people to like Godzilla. And it really brought breath to the franchise again. And that's kind of sad to say, but it's true. After 98, Godzilla kind of had his resurgence for the next seven years. And then he, uh -huh. went and he went dormant again. And then, of course, with Pacific Rim and Godzilla 2014, uh, his resurgence has the king return. So, and I do think that Godzilla Final Wars is a great way to end the classic Godzilla era of things. Yeah. So, Except it was Agreed. missing some really important monsters like Mechagodzilla. I I kind of and I believe it was uh Raiju you may be able to help me back this up but wasn't Mechagodzilla in a script or a story concept that they were going to bring Kiryu back? I think so. I yeah, not, yeah. I I'm not 100% sure but I think so. Yeah, so I I kind of feel like it would have been better in two parts, but I know Toho didn't want to do that much work. But, uh, you know, I, I, I wish Mechagodzilla could have been in it, but then again, it's like, you've already got so many monsters and so much going on that Mechagodzilla may have been a little too much to include. If I was in charge, I would have every single monster ever to like end off with a bang. Uh, maybe. Um problem with adding so many monsters like that though was that uh the battles were like thirty seconds long each. It was horrible. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it was a lot like what Avengers uh endgame and Infinity War and all the Avengers really had to do, which is each character gets limited screen time, and it's in quick cuts, and you don't get to really enjoy your character as much as once. Well, in Endgame, they had a smaller cast, so they got to do that more. 
With like Ant-Man like, and Professor Hulk. <laughs> No. But, like, in the end fight, if you notice, you don't really get to dwell on, like, Iron Man a whole lot, or Doctor Strange, Captain America, because they're all... You're trying to keep up with everybody, and it's really hard to when you have 500 characters on the screen. Yeah. Um, and I do have quite a few problems with that final battle, but I won't get into them now. Yeah, um... But I think... I I personally like Final Wars. I know a lot of people say it's too ridiculous and outlandish, but that's kind of what Godzilla is to me. He's that wild, crazy, soccer-playing, drop-kicking, body-slamming, green machine, or green it's monster not green. machine. <laughs> that it, I was referencing uh, uh, the Godzilla and other movie monsters uh, documentary. Diana Barbera. That's true, he is green in that. I think uh, that's the only time he was ever green. Not including posters, uh, yes. Oh, well, I think yeah, he, I, he was... Green in... Go, go ahead. Um, I think he was green in 1973. I'm not sure there, but maybe that'll be a... That'll be a topic for maybe next time, but, uh... This this probably has went on a little too long. I know we kind of tried to drag this out so it would be a feature-length episode, and we're about 16 minutes shy as of right now. But uh, I, this is kind of a shorter episode, but we don't have a whole lot to really discuss. It's just the theory, and then we can chat a little bit about Final Wars. But uh, I guess this is the time where... Uh, does anybody have any final thoughts on the theory or Godzilla Final Wars as a whole or anything like that? No, I don't think so. Raiju, uh, we had you as guest. Uh, do you have anything else you would like to talk about? I think I'm good on my end. Okay. Okay, well then, um, of course, uh, you can find the Kaiju Conversation on YouTube as Kaiju Conversation. Uh, you can follow us or tweet us on Twitter at Kaiju Converse. That is K-A-I-J-U underscore C-O-N-V-E-R-S. Or if you don't have social media, you can email us at kaijuconversation at gmail.com. That's all lowercase K-A-I-J-U-C-O-N-V-R. Uh, I forgot how to spell conversation, but you get the gist. Um, you can email us a question, concern, recommendation. Uh, same thing on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, um, you can do that. And then, uh, if you're listening to us on any platform where you can rate our podcast, please do. Um, that always helps with the, uh, <laughs> I'm saying uh and I'm a lot in this episode. Has anybody noticed that? You're all good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um I think you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh that <laughs> I can't I can't do it. You can whenever you rate us <laughs> you can uh help boot our ratings. 
boost our ratings, not boot our ratings, but that always <laughs> helps us uh, getting on the list. And uh, yeah, uh, we also have a Discord server, which will be in the About channel of our uh, YouTube channel. And uh, I guess, uh, Haxor, where can we find you at? Um, you can find me at the YouTube channel of Haxorzilla and the uh, Twitter account of Haxorzilla. Uh, what is your, uh, <laughs> at for Twitter so people can look you up? Um, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, just, hold on, let me check real quick. Uh, Raiju, <laughs> while, uh, Haxor's finding his Twitter, uh, at, where can we find you at? You can find me on my YouTube channel, Raiju Kaiju Productions, R-A-I-J-U, space, K-A-I-J-U. Base productions, and that's pretty much it because I don't like social media that much. <laughs> Understandable. And, uh, Haxor, have you found your Twitter handle? I think that's what it's called. Um, yes, it is at Haxorzilla129. Awesome. And I am your host, or I don't know what I am anymore. I, I might just be that old random guy that just does this for the heck of it. Uh, I am ET13 Productions. You can find me on YouTube as ET13 Productions. And thank you, Raiju, for being on this episode with us. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I apologize that this has kind of been a kind of a random, weird episode cause theory, and we haven't done one before. But I, I hope, fun. yeah, <laughs> uh, that's really what this podcast is about: is to have fun. And I hope people listening uh, i hope you have fun listening to us and uh hopefully our editor will edit out a lot of the uh and ums i've done and uh, the <laughs> weird audio we've had so thank you guys so much for listening in or watching uh please uh if you can hit that subscribe button and like the video if you're listening to us on youtube and uh <clears throat> This has been your Kaiju Conversation for the week, where we talk big every week. See you guys.